Hey, Chirocasters. I used all three of my sponsors on Friday with our new patient. We uh, signed her up off the website, uh, which is now you know. She uh, signed up under care using preferred chiropractic doctor, even though she initially was going to use her insurance. And uh, we wrote in all our notes with Chirate. So you can see these are the things that we need to use all the time, and we want the best of them. So that's why uh, I use those three particular sponsors. So please support Preferred Chiropractic Doctor, Now You Know, and Chirate, as I think they'll be great for your practice. And now, here's the podcast. Then some of the other pictures I showed you, right? How is this different? Okay, good. So, so it looks like a potentially short-term illness because the face is still full and the face is red, so maybe the child has a fever, etc. But let's think about the severity of the illness also. Are we, is this the other two pictures that I showed you um, several weeks ago were a bit more on, that, like they were quite severe in what was going on. Where, do you, where would you rate this particular one? Yeah, this might be something more mild, right? Um, so, and, and there's a lot of giveaways, like, you know, like Carolyn said, one of the giveaways, I think, is that um, the child looks like otherwise healthy, like, you know, hadn't lost weight, all those other kind of things. But what's another indicator that this child isn't as sick as some of the other kids we've seen before? There's not much stuff on the night cream. Yeah, yeah, so, so she's, I think the mom uh, doesn't seem as concerned. Um, you know, when you look at, uh, at what she's doing, she's knitting. When you look at what she's doing and how she's looking at the child, she doesn't have the same kind of level of concern or, or you know, oh my God, what's going on? Or impending feeling of doom like we've seen in the other uh, pictures where there's a lot more emotion uh, exhibited by the non-sick person in the, you know, in the particular painting. Um, now, uh, we talked about this for a second here. So what is this stuff here on the, on the nightstand? There's two very particular, remember this is 1893, so right before chiropractic was born. What, was, what are those things on the nightstand there? There might be a beaker over here, yeah. What might have that contained some? Yeah, maybe some home remedy or some medicine that the doctor gave him or whatever. Um, now, what I know, it may be hard to, because I can't get the lights really right here, but what, what, what is this thing here with this long thing here? What was that? The thing that you use for, it looks like the thing that you use to take the... Yeah, that's a similar. That, that would be this one here. This one here is the nasal syringe um, here. So you see there's the bulbous thing here and, and the, the thing coming out. That would be the nasal or, or throat syringe. That's good. This one is a little different. So you may not be aware of this, um, but my, my grandfather-in-law was a pharmacist, so I know what this thing is. Um, this thing is they used to spray stuff like belladonna, uh, which is a homeopathic remedy, into the throat. So it was a way to kind of spray the thing into a throat. So this was the syringe that took stuff out, and this was something that sprayed stuff in to the throat, so it's kind of like an aiming device uh, kind of thing. So just interesting little things uh, here too. What is the boy holding? What was that? I called it a whoopee. A whoopee? Uh, oh, oh, a wookie. It's like a blankie or his favorite. 
Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like he's holding some kind of crocheted or knitted toy or something. Um, hard to say. But he's got a good grip. Remember the, the first picture where I showed you the young lady had dropped the tissue that was even in hand? He looks like he's got a pretty good grip on this uh, thing here. Um, and now let's think about socioeconomics. What socioeconomics are we talking about here? Middle class. Yeah, either middle class or upper middle class. And how do, how do we know that, especially compared to the other paintings that we saw in the last few weeks? How do we know this is so much more upper middle class? Yeah, the mom is dressed in a pretty nice outfit there. Um, and what, what else, though? Yeah, the matching sheets and quilt, and the kid's on a bed. Remember the other two uh, kids that we showed you? The kids were not on beds. The kids were on like chairs or makeshift things or pillows all around them and stuff. So he's <coughs> he actually has his own room, looks like. And so that, that's, once again, pointing to a higher socioeconomics because these other kids were stuffed into attics or in some corners of back rooms or whatever. So this just, once again, shows us uh, a different socioeconomics. So... <clears throat> when we look at these paintings, we, we, we are really can extrapolate a lot of information, and the key, as we've been talking about all quarter, the key is to get this quickly, right? So stuff like this, you know, we shouldn't, I, like when you look at this, you should be taking all this in, right? Not just the boy, but the boy, what he's holding, what he's wearing, what he's on, what kind of room this is, what the mom is doing, what she's wearing, what's on the table. All these things need to be taken in very, very quickly because that's how you, know, you kind of decide what's going on with, it, with, with a child. For example, we had a, a child come in yesterday, actually Friday, Friday was the first time we saw the child and the first adjustment was yesterday. Um, and uh, everybody was pointing towards, is a little, a little uh, a girl, and uh, everybody was pointing that the big problems the girl was having was uh, her, the tongue tie, which certainly is a big issue, absolutely a, a significant a challenge. But, you know, upon other examination, you know, we found that it wasn't just tongue tie, that she also had, she was, her sucking reflex was down, her rooting reflex was down, her TMJ wasn't working very good. So there's a lot of other stuff that you could have just, oh, the reason she's not nursing well is because of tongue tie and then just dismissed it. Because that, and that certainly would be a val a one valid reason why she wasn't nursing well. But if, you, if you, all you did was say, okay, go to somebody and get the tongue tie, you know, uh, cut, um, and you didn't address these other things, then you're going to miss a lot, right? And that's why this is so important. So don't miss stuff. You need to be able to take a picture very quickly with your mind's eye and assess a lot of things. And as I talk about in my other classes, you, you need to create what I call a problem list. We, we go over this extensively in the technique class. That the, a problem list where you start thinking about all the different problems that it could be and then start hitting each one of them, right? So instead of just getting to the most obvious, Right? Let's, not, let's not just drag ourselves with the most obvious. Let's always look for those other possibilities. Because sometimes it is the most obvious, but sometimes it's comorbid. There's multiple factors that are leading the way here. And now this is a very different kind of painting. I'm not sure if I showed some of this to you yet. You'll tell me. Have you seen this before? No. Has anybody ever seen this before? Yeah. All right. This is one, uh, but not in this class, right? No, okay. okay, so uh, this is Escher. Uh, he is absolutely my favoriteest uh, lithographer. Uh, this is all done in pencil, which is unbelievable. Um, what's wrong with this picture? Is this, is this picture possible? No. No, this picture is not possible. Um, 
Matter of fact, I think there are six different planes in this picture. Uh, he calls it relativity, which I think is a great uh, word uh, for it. But if you look, like here's someone coming down the stairs here, and here's someone coming down the stairs here on the opposite side, kind of side, and here's coming, someone coming up. And uh, this is one of my favorite parts of this is two people passing each other on the same set of stairs, and one person is going down and one person's going up. Is that not the cool? Is he not amazing? Escher is amazing. Uh, all his pictures bring out the multiple sides. And this, so I find Escher very much like Picasso, right? Like I showed you the Picasso early on, right? The whole point of Escher is to show you there's way many more sides than what you think of. Just like the Picasso showing you her all like six different emotions at once. Well, this is just showing six different planes of existence at one time, right? So, uh, and so I love this kind of perspective on things because when you look at it, if you look at this one area here as an example, Here's one guy climbing up some stairs, but can he be climbing stairs and approach a door like this? Because this door maybe belongs to this person here, right? But who knows if this is, this is some alternate reality, some whatever he's thinking, etc. And I have to show you one other one that he um, uh, created that I think is so fun. Let's see if I can get this bigger. No. I'm sorry, I can't get any bigger. But um, look at this particular picture. Is this possible? What's wrong with this picture? Can this happen? No. This picture cannot happen, right? Because if you look at it, right, this is a, a building here, and the water is going up here, right, and then going down. But it can't, but it, it, this, this can't work. Right? It, it cannot work. You can't go up and down from the same spot. Right? Now, unless there's a pump, maybe. <clears throat> but this was done in like the 1930s or 40s, so they didn't really have this kind of technology. So, but, so without a pump, this, and even if you look at the structure, if you look at the structure, the way this is laid out, you can't have this. Right? The, the way it's all twisted and going upwards, it, it, the, the things are overlapping in different ways. I, don't ask me how he figured out how to do this kind of stuff, because I can't possibly explain uh, how he was able to map this stuff out. But if you look up Escher, uh, you'll see he's got unbelievable uh, numbers of these different kind of things. One of my favorites, and I, I, if someone has a, a hint on this, I would love to know. <clears throat> he had a thing called the looking glass um, where uh, someone very clever about 20 years ago, a chiropractor who was very artistically uh, uh, talented, created D.D. Palmer in the looking glass instead of himself, Escher. But I've never seen it again. I've only seen it one time. I've never seen it. I can't, I've Google searched it. I can't find it. So if someone has any known whereabouts of that, I'd be appreciative of it. But I, I just love this stuff. I love looking at paintings because it shows you, that, that, like, once again, you're looking at this and your mind is trying to make sense of it, but you can't. Um, and that's the whole point of what we do as chiropractors is we need to make sense of the stuff that maybe other people haven't made sense of, right? Other people come to us, and they're like, we're, we're very often the last resort or one of the last resorts, right? So we start making sense for the people who you know, aren't getting anybody else making sense you know, of things. So that's why I show you these, these pictures over and over, because I want us to, to really build on that sense. <clears throat>